0: Um, but I actually know you are looking forward to that, and you will learn something new about him, about yourself. Um, and I'm just really excited for all you guys to hear his story. Um, and So, yeah, welcome Tony Patterson. Thank you, Christina. Appreciate being here, you guys, you inviting me. I'll uh, we'll give you a little introduction. Uh, 2014, 13, I took a class at Orchard Hill here called The Journey. Um, Journey is about an eight-month course in which we met once a week in the mornings. Um, And we get a—through this class, we wrote our—actually, like, our full testimony story. So, like, we figure out all of some major life events, part of our life, and we figure out um, kind of those events that have helped us shape us who we are. And so this is actually my testimony from that class, which is kind of an all-encompassing story. So, um, as I—or Christina mentioned— Um, I did share this on Caravan. It has changed a little bit, so I'm excited about that, which I'll share at the end. But um, without further ado, I'll hop it right in from the beginning. Um, I was born on July 11th, 1988, and grew up in a house that my parents still live in today in Cedar Falls. I have two older brothers and a younger sister. Um, As an infant, my mom would describe me as crying when it was quiet—or when it was quiet— um, I guess you could say I was used to uh, the noise and a bit of rowdiness around the house. Um, I grew up taking a bruising from my older brothers. Um, nothing over the top, just brotherly love. When I was a kid, we would play football in this big room upstairs at my parents' house, um, full pads and everything. Um, we would always play a game in the room, and for lack of better words, it was called Smear the Queer. Um, it basically was them giving me the ball and trying to tackle me whenever they possibly could. Um, whenever I complained to my dad that they would always do this to me, all he would say is, if you're going to play with the big boys, you got to take the bruises. And so I would want to be with my brothers, and so I would continue playing um, uh, football with them. Um, In additionally, uh, as a youngster, my parents would let our brothers and I sleep all in the same bed together on Friday nights. Um, This always ended up with Ben and Alex sleeping in the traditional spots, and I would be like perpendicular at the end of the bed sleeping, and they would always like intentionally kick me off, and I'd be at the end of the bed in the morning laying on the floor. So it's just kind of funny that all these kind of little experiences of me growing up, um, all these are funny, they help shape me kind of who I am and how I would grow up, uh, toughen up, um, don't show them when you're at your weakest, it was kind of a little bit of my elementary years. Uh, my life in church began as early as I can remember. You'd find my family every Sunday morning at Orchard here, at Orchard Hill, um, here in the second pew in the left at the 8.30 service. Um, my dad made cocoa wheat for breakfast every Sunday morning. He'd play praise songs while we ate. I really didn't care for the music, but if I heard them today, I could probably still sing along to those songs. Those tapes were always on. Um, expectations were, had, were held pretty strictly for service. Um, must be standing during worship, no sleeping, no putting your feet on the pew in front of you. Um, there were strict expectations held. Um, the consequences were simple but effective, so we always made sure that we followed those rules. Um, most Sunday afternoons growing up, all the kids had FOB time, which was like feet on bed. Kids had to be laying in their bed. Um, they could be awake, but they had to be there for a set period of time. I'm sure my parents soaked up every moment of that with four kids in the house. Growing up through elementary school, I uh, entirely looked up to my two older brothers. Um, Every cool story I probably shared had to do with them. Um, As much as it pains me to say, I'm probably the least athletic of the three boys. I loved watching them play sports and participate in the same sports too, but I never really found the one I excelled at like they did. I attended summer church camps and Wednesday night church, Um, I remember more goofing off with the other kids in church, more than the content of church. Um, Any content to me was just that, content. Nothing to act upon. Church life was good during these years, up through junior high. I had fun, but my faith life really wasn't there. Taking a look back, I never really had that commitment moment in my faith life at this time. I knew more about, uh, knew more regarding church Than others, had a group of friends that were considered Christians, um, but nothing really stuck to me. I remember being in um, a JV, uh, which was chaos before chaos, JV small group, and as a slide will show here, um, describing myself as the kid at the bottom of the tree or the kid kind of needing help up the tree when we were asked to describe our faith life. Um, Some people might be at top of the tree and soaring in their faith life. Some people might be playing in the tire swing on the side. I don't think this was the exact picture, but I found this online and it kind of resembled that. So in junior high, I would describe myself as just kind of on the bottom of the tree, not really actively participating in my faith. Um, When I answered that question in the JV small group, um, it was part guilt and part desire in that answer. Um, I chose to act on the guilt and continue to keep distance um, from a relationship with God. I went on the DCLA trip in eighth grade and went on two caravan trips um, in high school. Those weeks were great, but when I got home, my life really never changed. During those times, I faced a choice and continued to say no to a relationship with God and served myself. Junior high passed and high school came around. Of my friends, I was the first to get a car going into my sophomore year, and it put me in some tough situations to say no to. Um, with three other people in my car. Um, I got my 1995 Nissan Altima going 120 miles an hour on Wagner Road, just north of Waterloo. So you can say I had a hard time saying no to friends. Um, I don't know how I got away with that without an accident, without a ticket, but it's just like I'm just thinking about that now is crazy. Um, But that pretty much sums up high school for me. What can I get away with? My sophomore, year, my sophomore year, I got a job that uh, I fell in love with, washing dishes at the OP. Um, I loved the money, worked with fun college kids, and began to really develop a strong work ethic. Um, I wasn't in the dishroom long before I got promoted, and before I knew it, I had more trust and responsibility at work than kids up to nine years older than me in college. I was proud of this. I began working a lot, and friendships that I had fell through because of that. Um, I searched for a new group of friends that I could be with, and I landed one. Um, these guys weren't much for faith in God. I just didn't say much about it, and when it got brought up, I just kind of shut my mouth. I never badmouthed it, but I never defended it either. Um, I never really had a go-to friend in high school that I felt like I could open up to in regards to that. As little of a relationship with God I had in high school, um, that's one time I really started noting the development of my strengths. Um, during individual reading times in high school, you would find me r- reading leadership and business books by John Maxwell, Marcus Buckingham, Ken Blanchard. I absorbed these ideas and how they could be used in business, um, but I treat them solely in a business perspective in my mind and ignored them when it came to my personal life. Um, I do believe they helped me build character and propelled me in business perspectives, but once it was outside of that world of mine, I let go of those principles. I was really developing quite the alter personalities. High school, I joined the business club DECA and loved it. I was able to compete in business events, either role-playing certain scenarios or writing my own business plans. Um, weird as this is, this is really one area in high school that I was like comfortable with myself and proud to be that person around my friends. Um, I competed at the national level two years in a row, um, one top five in the nation my senior year. Um, DECA gave me a great chance to develop my written and oral communis- communication and presenting skills. Um, in high school, my parents let me attend the Global Leadership Summit instead of going on the caravan trips. Um, with the other siblings, they would kind of made that caravan trip mandatory, um, and I kind of got to go to the Leadership Summit instead of that. Um, I wouldn't admit this then, but I was most fearful of the guilt and the accountability that might happen on a trip like that. I really enjoyed and still do enjoy the Leadership Summit, but again, I used those teachings in a business perspective and didn't act on any potential holy movements that the Summit provided. Um, Going into my junior year in high school, I tried alcohol for the first time. I didn't really enjoy it at first, but I fell into the my friends are doing it kind of story. My junior year, my junior and senior year basically went like this. Went to school, never did homework, still got by with a 3.2 GPA. Uh, worked 30 hours a week at the OP, and then um, party if I wasn't working. Typically, I'd work late on the weekends, come home, sneak out, hang out with friends. Um, I just continued to live that what-can-I-get-away-with kind of life. Um, my senior year, I found myself with my first girlfriend, who was younger than me, um, it was not a healthy relationship for me, and it was based on all the wrong things. No boundaries were ever set, and I enabled it to happen that way. Uh, we dated through my senior year. Um, during this time, I still attended church every Sunday with my family, but never really desired to dive deeper. I had the mentality, I will do that when my time comes, but not at this stage in my life. Um, through the books that I read and everything, I knew what needed to be done, but I wanted that to happen on my time. That time wasn't going to be now. Um, during this time, I work at the OP was going great. I was entrusted with the key to the restaurant um, before my senior year. I was there early on the weekend mornings prepping in the kitchen, and I really did live that work and party kind of life. I never got caught doing it, which really enabled me to keep doing it even more. Um, I began to grow close to my boss, and he turned into a role model for me. Um, I admired him for the things he had. He had nice things, made good money. Um, what wasn't to like about that? He helped me with some of my projects at school, and I, and I admired him for that. After graduation, I went to U UNI. I didn't put much thought into it. I wanted to stay close to my job and stay near my family. I thought I was ready to live by myself, which is crazy to think about, but my parents made me live in the dorms. I met good friends in the dorms, friends I'm still with today, but um, never really rooted in faith. I spent, time at, uh, I spent my time at school working and partying. Freshman year at U and I went by really fast. My high school girlfriend and I broke up. She had her own come to Jesus moment and left me behind. I shrugged it off like, whatever, just like my days as a kid, and didn't let anybody know I was down. We began hanging out with Lisa, whom I graduated with from high school. Um, I never really hung out with her much during high school, but we had some memorable moments on a school-sponsored trip to Spain together. Um, This lasted a couple months into my sophomore year, but it didn't develop into much. Um, I was really at a low point emotionally in my sophomore year. I went on a four-month or so dark time. It started with getting stoned at my house after uh, day school and work was done. That was really a dark winter for me. I clearly remember living with a me-first attitude. Come springtime... I pulled myself out of it and quit smoking marijuana. It was such a relief. I felt better about myself, and Lisa and I kicked it off again. We dated through the rest of college, and as per as, as her demand, I didn't smoke marijuana. On the outside, we were a fun couple. that was great together, but eating away at both of us was the lack of roots that we had. We were sexually immoral and partied a lot together. I remember times when we talked about it. Remember, I remember times when we talked about it about not being rooted well, and she nearly pleaded me to be the man of the relationship. She needed to be me to be the leader of that relationship. And again, at this time in my life, I didn't want that. I ran away from that decision. I was scared of being that person. I didn't want to be accountable for that. So I ran from it. That was the easiest decision I could make, I felt like. In college, I was still dazzled with business. I studied business economics and entrepreneurship. Um, I joined the I Entrepreneurs Club, have some memorable trips with that group. Um, the highlight being a, a trip to Walmart and Sam's Club headquarters in Bentonville, Arkansas. I got to present to the Sam's Club executives and vice presidents um, a project we did with a local business. That was pretty exhilarating for me. It was a lot of fun. Uh, my last two years in college, I also became the manager at the O.P., Um, A kid under the age of 21 responsible for closing a bar and restaurant up, that's quite the responsibility. I respected it and never abused it. Before graduating college, I accepted the position as a general manager at the OP in Waterloo. Uh, After graduating, Lisa found a job out of town and moved away. Our relationship slowly foundered, no roots, and we broke up. I had quite the task in front of me at the OP in Waterloo. Um, the restaurant wasn't making any money when I got the job, and I'll rest on my shoulders to help turn that around. As my boss would to admit to me later, we threw you into the wolves. Boy, was I ready for it. My entrepreneurial brain and my summit skills took off during those first months. Um, I worked hard, made serious operational and cultural changes to the restaurant, and by fall, I received my first bonus check from profits on top of my salary. It was awesome, I felt good about what I was doing. Ever since my days of washing dishes and hanging around my role model boss, I envisioned owning my own OP restaurant. Um, I was the youngest person in the OP to get a general manager position, and the bosses were happy with my work. I knew I was putting in the work to get the restaurant I had prepared for. Um, I continually made my bosses aware and had conversations of what restaurant ownership would look like um, and how that would go down. At this time, I still had no relationship with God, and even began skipping church on Sunday mornings. Uh, My ego was beginning to get a little bit ahead of myself. One night while working, I met a lady from out of state. We hit it off, and I stayed the night at her hotel. Again, this is another instance of a relationship started with no boundaries and sexual immorality. She left, but made more business trips back into town throughout that fall. It was truly sin at its finest. And I knew it was wrong, but I was out of control. I didn't care and had a selfish attitude towards it again. Um, I ran from the guilt of knowing that it was wrong. Um, This relationship ended abruptly about six months later. I had a feeling of disappointment in myself because of this. But I also had a relief at the same time. It's like a sigh of relief. During this time, I also found my selfish ways, found me um, engulfed in marijuana again. I was still working hard, and things at the restaurant were still going well. I just thought I needed a relief when I was done, except this relief turned into a habit. My, My life quickly turned into this and work. It's such a low stage in my life. I was far from God and stuck in my own ways. After another year of this cycle, I just knew there had to be a better way. I wasn't happy with myself, and that started affecting my work as well. My crystal clear vision I had for my job wasn't so clear anymore. Um, I didn't want restaurant ownership anymore, and for the first time in nine years, I didn't have that vision anymore. January 2013, I picked up the book Principle of the Path by Andy Stanley off my bookshelf. When I initially got it, I read a chapter and not much more. Um, It was actually a gift to me from my dad for Father's Day. Um, He gave me the book. It was supposed to be my gift to him to read the book and have a conversation about it. Except that never happened. Um, So here I am, diving into this book. I should have been reading years ago. This time I was vulnerable. And what the principle of the path says is that your direction, not intention, determines your destination I took a a step back and looked at my direction in different areas of my life. The direction I was headed was far from the intentions that I had. The other part that sticks out to me with um, Andy Stanley making his case for how no one could expect to arrive at a place while making decisions that don't lead there. Why should someone think that they're the, the exception to the principle of the path? This really hit me hard in my frequent, what can I get away with mentality. I began to think long and hard about where I wanted to be. I'd turn 25 that upcoming summer. Am I thought I am? Am I am I am I at where I should be at 25? Is that all right with me? What can I do now to help write that ship? A few weeks after I read the book, my dad somehow avoided a heart attack. Um, He had a quadruple bypass instead. Um, He had two days between when he was first uh, initially went to the hospital, and the uh, quadruple bypass surgery happened. Um, During this time, um, there was a reality check I needed those two days. During this time, he had great words for the family and for each um, person individually. My dad's words of affirmation and encouragement were just what I needed um, to help me embark on some of the changes I wanted to make. His words of no regret for his faith And peace with the outcomes of the upcoming surgery were uplifting. He gave me a boost I needed to help embark on a new path in my life. As an understatement, my dad is quite the trooper. I was never fearful of him passing away, in part because I knew we were out able to see him if he did indeed pass. What scared me the most is if I was actually going to be able to see him there, based on my life direction at the time. In early 2013, I knew in my head and felt in my heart the changes that I needed to make, and I moved forward. I uh, I really started to be intentional about my decisions. I started small and kept breaking off small pieces at a time. I cleaned out my body from any drugs. I began holding myself to higher standards when out with friends. I gave up my vision and went on God's, which is still a bit frightening to me. Springtime of 2013... At Village Inn with my dad, having breakfast with him, I told him that I needed to stop working at the OP. The people were not making me better. The bar scene, the politics, and the drama of the job were unhealthy for me. So I asked my dad, of all the people he knows, is if um, he knew anyone that could use my abilities. He asked me to shadow him at his job and think about joining him. Uh, so I, I started that shadow process. During this time, Um, Lisa and I began talking again. Um, Lisa's heart had been renewed in her own way, mine as well. Um, She lived in New Orleans. Uh, That's where her job had taken her. So we began dating as a long-distance relationship, um, which was very healthy for us. Uh, It helped us get a good, healthy communication going and uh, allowed us to help us pour into each other that way. Uh, We both had a common understanding for what we want and what it's going to take to get there. Um, We had a renewed respect for each other physically and emotionally. Uh, Summer 2013, I attended Promise Keepers here in Cedar Falls. I was excited yet nervous to go. I purposely avoided um, events like this leading up to my life, like events like Caravan, um, but I I knew it's what I wanted, and um, so I attended it. A moment that sticks out to me is when I heard one of the speakers say, there's a time in life, when we realize that we are out of options, and when that happens, God is waiting for us, saying, welcome home. That truly hit me. Um, that, those words, are just it's like he was speaking directly to me. I stepped forward during that altar call. This is the first time in my life I'd really done something like that. It was really an unbelievable moment for me. Um, I never knew what that feeling was like up until that moment, but I just felt God had come over me. Promise Keepers was a great event for me spiritually and gave me the motivation to get my own Bible and dig in. It was my first Bible since second grade. Looking back at this short 18-month period since that Promise Keepers event, I can really see God's um, hand uh, hand of grace at work. Um, God shook up my life for the better. Um, New roommates have improved my surrounding. A good friend moving away has turned our relationship from where we want to grab a beer at to having conversations of more depth. Um, I continue to feel God pick up and renovate the pieces of my heart. Um, I've been working with my dad for the last 18 months now and thoroughly enjoy it. I enjoy many aspects of the work and eager to make my own mark. Um, I enjoy the thinking that I get to use and um, the uplifting environment that I'm a part of. Uh, Lisa got a job back in Iowa late 2014, so she's no longer my, my, as I like to joke to her, my southern belle. She's back in Iowa. Um, so as a month ago, um, as of Christmas Eve, we're actually engaged as well to be married this summer. Thank you. Um, so we're both thrilled for that, um, Thrilled to begin to get those new stages of our life going and seeing um, what God has in our store of our future. So um, a little bit about my story. It's a little bit about me. I'm going to invite the band up as I kind of wrap up here. So um, some of the things I'd like to share with you when it all comes down to it, like why would I come up here and share my story with you? um, and be so open about my story with you, is I honestly want you to have that gut check in yourself. You know, what is your desired destination in your life, in different areas of your life? You know, with money, how do you want to handle money? Um, high schoolers, some of you may have jobs, some of you may be getting jobs in the future. How do you want to be a steward of that money? How do you want to have your relationships be? Relationships with people of the same sex and of the opposite sex. And what are your future goals? And lastly, are those decisions that you're making right now in line with that? Um, So that's just my uh, desire, my reason of getting up here with you. And lastly, the question I just want to ask, what's small? um, I'm a firm believer in making small, incremental decisions. um, They're more sustainable, I feel. Um, What small, intentional decisions can you begin to make that will help you steer steer you to your desired direction Um, i hope over these next couple weeks um, through this stories from the seats um, teachings that you can continue to dive into that for you in your direction so uh, before the band plays i'll say a prayer here and wrap up heavenly father thanks for um, these students thanks for the community that we're able to gather here Um, I pray for each of these uh, students here that they can um, take a moment to take a step back from their own life and figure out um, what decisions they're making and ultimately what destination those decisions are lining up with. Um, Give them the courage to make any decisions uh, that will change that destination. Give them the courage and support their friends as, um, as, as they go through those changes too pray for the rest of the speakers in this series that they can continue to talk to these students in ways that I was unable to and that um, each student can um, learn something for themselves. I pray all this in your name, amen.